Let's talk about my waffle maker. maker. Because I was thinking of Archie as I ordered it online. Okay. (laughs) Now that was his request from the Queen. From the Queen. For his like second birthday to get a (laughs) waffle maker. It's probably like one of the funniest and most bizarre things they've done. Yeah. On just like so many levels. It's like because obviously she wanted the waffle maker. Oh, we're talking about Meghan Markle. We've talked about yeah, and we've talked about it before. This have week. we? Yeah, we have because we we I was like they've got so much money. If she wanted the waffle maker, yeah. why did they not just buy the waffle maker? Number one. Then number two. Why did they have to make it for Archie's birthday as a present? And we talked about wooden. You know, you'd think that she would be the one wanting the wooden toys and all the eco stuff. So it's why because- why a waffle maker? I know. I don't think she would want anything for him. I don't think she'd want any toys for you know what I mean? Like because it's about him, then I do think she's like a hand down narcissist. <laughs> yeah, if you um, haven't picked up yet, we are down on MM. Yeah, we're not a fan <laughs> to an extent, but you know. And um, Harry and Harry now has not that not that he was in I didn't hold him in high esteem. I was probably fairly neutral. But I did think he was sort of like seemed like a fun, quite a good guy for a royal yeah um, but he's so down i mean he's even more down now um but yeah we are royalists we'll just we'll just put that out there we are royalists we'll get some hate mail over this maybe our first hate mail i think i think the way i look at it is like and it's so funny because i've had a lot of conversations with people especially in the house about this and particularly around the oprah interview and everything and it's like i like the royal family, just like I like reality TV. You know what I mean? And I also like history. So those two things come together very well for me. And I'm like, I like this concept of an institution that holds a lot of history, has a lot of tradition, has a lot of pomp and circumstance, because those are all things I enjoy and I enjoy watching and engaging with. And I love seeing all the fashion and I love the fact that they're called Your Majesty. Like I just you know, I love it. It's like it's a remnant of the old world that we no longer have anymore. Which for some but, people is a world that needed to die out long ago and be put to the side yes. and that it is a yes. world with terrible history behind it. A hundred percent. And I will never I will never defend the British Empire. Yeah. I don't think that it's – I understand the benefits of, say, the Commonwealth and I also don't really, like, know a huge amount about how a lot of the countries – in the Commonwealth feel towards it, but it does feel still wrong to have, say, this oppressive white institution as your head of state for when majority of the countries in the Commonwealth are not mm. white countries. But I think the royal family in England makes sense to me. Like, you know what I mean? And a lot of people in England absolutely love them and that is part of their history and that is a positive thing for them and something they can rally around and something that is an expression of their Britishness. I think that's fine. The royal family and the queen is the head of state. For other countries, that's a whole debate, which I'm actually not that interested in personally. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the fun, fashion, and you know, and the, <laughs> the entertainment. The for me, and the yeah, entertainment. I like the entertainment factor. You know, hundred percent. And like, you know, I have a lot of respect for the queen. She's she's done a lot, a huge amount. I think for that country, and just like for there's there's something to be said in the time of like politics where you have politicians in power for like four or eight you know what I mean like everything's very short everything's very yeah short term Mm. yeah there's something to be said for like this staying power of one person that is there to kind of carry a country or carry people through 
mm. all these different things. As a, as a figurehead, sure. As yeah, a without, figurehead, sure. Without the political no. power. And, I mean, I always no. yeah, think that there should be that separation of... A hundred percent, a hundred percent, because, you know, what happens when you, if you don't have that, what happens when you get someone who's an absolute, you know. Tyrant. Yeah, exactly. And there's, there's not that protection, but I think it's, yeah, it just goes to show the kind of, I guess the value that can be had of that kind of consistency Mm. anyway. But (laughs) what I was going to say is like, even though, yes, I am a bit of a royalist in that regard, the thing about this whole situation isn't necessarily that I'm pro-royal, even though I am. You know, and you could say to me, hey, I don't like the royal family. So fine. But don't like Meghan Markle just because you don't like the royal family and don't do your fucking research. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I think that's the most frustrating thing. And this is like kind of what we're saying before. It was like that, like wanting to know what's happened. And we've both done a lot of research. We've done our research. On deep everything dives. that's happened. Deep, deep dives on everything that's happened since she's joined, since she met Harry. And there are so many inconsistencies and so many blatant lies. And the Oprah interview was a great example of that, of them just lying. Mm. I don't care what you think about the royals, but don't just turn around and be like, well, I hate the royals. I think they're racist. Therefore, I support Meghan Markle. Because she's no better than them, like hands down no better than them. Yeah, and she's absolutely utilising that or, you know, like leveraging that sort of attitude and and playing into it, I would suggest. But give one example from the Oprah, Oprah interview of a lie. Okay, so she essentially said that Archie should be named should have been given the title Prince mm-hmm. and that the royal family didn't give him that because he was half black mm-hmm. and they didn't want that and that therefore him not having the title of Prince means that he wasn't entitled to security and that they were endangering his life and they were just leaving him out to essentially get kidnapped, assassinated. You know, that was what they were implying. Yeah. And this royal family essentially just abandoned him, the Queen's yeah. own grand- great-grandson, a blah, baby. blah, 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 yep. a baby. And compared with, say, the Cambridge children, so Will and Kate, oh, they got the title of prince and princess. They got this, they got mm. that. Mm. So I'm going to launch into a bit of a history rant here. Cool. But... That is literally the law. The law is, and the, the reason that they did this, and this was what King George did back at like World War One, because he saw what happened in Europe with the Kaiser and the Tsar and these huge European royal extended families where everyone was a prince and a this and a that, that the people were not going to support a really, really bloated royal family with everyone living off the money the taxes of the people Mm. so he decided to streamline the royal family and ever since then that has happened with every generation and every monarch they have streamlined and streamlined and streamlined so essentially the law is that (laughs) you've got the monarch the essentially the first well now it's the first child but like the first son Mm. who would inherit and then his children right so that would be Queen, Charles, yep. Will. Yeah. By law, they will receive, so Will and Harry, they will receive the title of prince or princess and they will receive all the benefits that go with being kind of part of that inner family. Mm. They didn't make any provisions for children of the grandchild of the monarch because this is World War One. People, monarchs weren't really living 
as long as Queenie has lived. So mm. they really thought that by that time the grandchild had children, the monarch would have died, Charles would have essentially moved up to king, Will would be next in line, and that would automatically mean those children. Do you get what I mean? So it was yeah. provisions for two generations after, not three. Yeah. And so the Queen essentially changed that for George and Charlotte and Louis because eventually when she did die and Charles became king, they would receive those titles anyway. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so it was for consistency and the fact that George will be future. And when did she change that? Because that would be Meghan and Harry's thing. At at birth. At at, um, at when they were born, she made that. Well before Harry ever met Meghan. Yes, and it was only for them. She hasn't, like, changed the law completely. It's yes. just for them it was, like, a a special thing. Anyway, so theoretically when Charles become, becomes king, Archie will be entitled to the mm. title of prince. Because he's the grandchild of the monarch. Because he's grandchild of the monarch. Yep. However, and that's what Andrew, Prince Andrew, really pushed for Eugenie yeah. and Beatrice. Mm-hmm. But also, side note on that, Eugenie and Beatrice, even though they've had the title of prince and princess, I mean, prince and princess, no, prince and princess, <laughs> Jesus, my brain, even though they've had those titles, have paid for their own security or their parents yeah. have paid for their security privately. Yeah. They've never had state-funded, taxpayer-funded security. Mm. So Meghan and Harry are like, we want taxpayer security for Archie, but he's essentially of the same and will be of the same rank as Beatrice mm. and Eugenie. They could have waited until Charles was king and been like, we're going to call Archie prince then. But instead, they <laughs> essentially had a hissy fit and was like, we're not going to call him anything. We're going to try to present this as like, he's just a normal guy. So to do that as if it was like their idea when he was born, and we're, like, we're not giving him any titles. He's just going to be Archie now, that and like a real t- person. And then turn around and be to like, turn around. No, actually, we wanted that. But the only reason we wanted that, only reason we wanted him to be prince was because of the security even though he would never have gotten security, even if he was made prince, even if the queen, like it just, that's not how it works. And I think it just shows time and time again, (laughs) one, they're very much relying on people's lack of knowledge about what Especially Americans. Yes. What Mm. are the etiquettes? What are the laws? These are literal laws. Parliament Mm. had to approve Louis and Charlotte and George being called mm. prince and princess had to approve and the fact that they don't accept and then they're not yeah they don't accept that they are not part of the inner royal family mm. they're not anymore harry was growing up but he will be uncle to a king just like andrew's uncle you know mm. to a future king like and charles particularly wants to streamline it even more so it will yeah. just be monarch child of monarch their eldest and just kind of that and everyone kind of has to figure out their own shit anyway so that's what frustrates me it's like i don't care what you think about the royals but just go do your research Mm. and you will see how much they lie and how much she lies Mm. and it's like yeah that's fine you can also be like fair enough she's in a certain position she's gonna lie to get what she wants sure but this just is look holier than thou oh my god she's such a good person so charitable so giving so nice so kind no bullshit yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so that's our position. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it will no doubt rear rear its head. You know, time and time I won't again. say repeatedly, but it will come up again, no doubt. Well, we definitely go through phases of being evolved, and I just had to stop being that 
in it or like yeah. reading all the stuff, watching all the videos, hearing all the things because mm. it just made me so rageful, yeah. like rage. Yeah. And I just comfort myself with the knowledge that like Meghan Markle is for a lifetime, but the monarchy endures. It literally, it outlives her. That's the thing. Like, mm. so whatever. Yeah. No one will remember her in a few generations really when are we going to see the daughter that's what i want to know like why i know it's i know it's them sort of saying oh privacy because they're going to sell a huge photo spread to like a vogue or something that's what they're going to do yeah it's really bad it's so trashy and so bad and i'm just like oh harry you fool you Mm. absolute fool and so interesting because he's like kind of like edward like the, the parallels between mm. he and Edward, her and Wallace, like it's kind of interesting to see that history like repeat itself a little mm, bit. It really is. And reading that Queen Mother book by Lady Colin mm. Campbell, also the parallels about mental health. And I'm now I'm yes. putting my scathing, my scathingness to the side and I'm speaking sincerely and with empathy. Mm. But yeah, that that the idea of mental health issues coming down the lines as well and Harry if we're talking about Harry mm-hmm. him maybe receiving from genetically or whatever from both both sides from Diana and down from Charles's line as well mm, 100% with family histories yeah Diana obviously is a very very interesting character and I think the extent of maybe her mental health issues you know everyone kind of talks about the bulimia and stuff like that but like mm. how she was and who she was as a person and how that would have affected the boys either, yes, genetically, but also in terms of, like, environmental, you know, being kind of exposed to her as a person. Yeah, and, and her as a narcissist. Lady C says she was a narcissist. Yeah. And so that would make sense for Harry to either seek mm-hmm. conscious, unconsciously or be a prime target of another one. And there's been a lot about that, a lot of not just like, oh, here's it, but like a lot of experts just like breaking down the mothering that Megan does of him from Mm -hmm. very early on, the way she's touched him, Mm -hmm. the way she's kind of been in his space. Mm -hmm. It's a very kind of maternally mothering thing. And it's interesting because that probably happens with a lot of people and it's subconscious and it kind of works for both parties and so what I guess you know everyone's got their trauma and shit but I I do think yeah I do think there's kind of like a conscious element of on her part she is so controlled always and there's just like so many conflicting reports of her from so many different people and you kind of mm. see that anyone who's of use to her, she's some way, and anyone who is working for her or lower than her or whatever, she's another way. And I think that that's when you really start to see kind of, yeah, the narcissistic tendencies in people is mm. when you've got that kind of disparity between accounts of them. And that touching I think is mm. also can be quite, like it's probably what cult people do. There will be whole lots yeah. of psychological stuff around. It's like grooming, and, hey? And I was going to say grooming yeah. as my second thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very interesting. And part of the love bombing. Yes, which has been a lot about that. And also just like the fact that her social media presence changed so dramatically leading up to her meeting him. 
Like (laughs) she had never shown any interest in activism or conservation or Africa. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly a few months African bracelets, like, yep. And that was someone like broke it down and they were like, it's, so what you do is you mirror, and this is part of catfishing. Mirroring. Mirror, Mm. mirror, mirror. And so Mm. like she went from this like super slick, she kind of used to dress like she like the character Rachel in Suits, like she was in all of these like super slick, like stiletto, like, you know, LA put together to like baseball caps and t-shirts and jeans and flats. And And, like, she started wearing these bracelets like Carrie does. And she went to Africa and And wearing Diana's perfume. Yeah. yeah, She wears Diana's perfume. Crazy. And she's she's there being like, Oh my God, I didn't even, I wouldn't, she would just be like, he's like, Oh my God, that's my mother's perfume. And And she's she's like, like, Oh, it's meant to be. I didn't even know. Oh my God. That's so weird. I've worn this for 15 years. My dad gave like, you know, it's just, and the, the first lie was in their engagement interview when mm, where she said she didn't know who he was, but as long as he's kind. Yeah, she said that her friend set her up on a blind date with Prince Harry. She didn't Google anything. She said, firstly, she didn't know who he was, which is yes. bullshit. Yeah. But even if you didn't, but you feel like you're, you're yeah. going to be set up on a date with a prince, you Google him. Of like if there is no chance you would not Google him. I know. She was just such... <laughs> Just from the beginning, she's just created, she's trying to create this narrative of mm. how it all happened. And there's also been so many, so many proven facts that show that they met way earlier than they said mm. in a very different situation than they said. So, mm. yeah, Have you, it's all did lies. You, did I end up sending you that the Melissa McCarthy and think and Megan's video for Megan's 40th birthday where she wanted to do a mentoring thing where 40 women mentor 40 young people and Melissa McCarthy the comedian yeah what happened okay oh maybe we should pause and and you have a we have a look at it okay sure pausing now okay so I've got a few I've got some questions I've got some comments firstly I love how she can't just say you know I'm asking 40 amazing incredible women to donate their time 40 friends. It has to be her friends. Mm-hmm. Secondly, she's not a very good actress at all. That was so awkward and still did. And How like, was she in Suits? You watched Suits? Yeah, I actually want to go back and watch it and see if I hate her. I did watch Suits. She was fine in Suits, but mm. I don't think Suits was like the best acted show ever. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know. <laughs> Melissa McCartney is very funny. Also, I love how she says it's like if we just like if we do this in this like 40 minutes of your time, I believe we can create a ripple effect. There's no actual like outline of how they're going to help these women. How does 40 minutes with a celebrity help them get a job? And you you know it's fallen over. It's gone nowhere. Oh, really? Failed to launch. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. It's all, and then and then the end where the Harry's doing his little juggling in the background of the cameo. I love how she doesn't use that in the actual video. Yeah. No, no, because he's just so sideline. He's exactly. a side act. He is a side well, act. Well, as, as what and was it? And a circus act at was that. It, yeah. Juggling. Was it the New York Times, the cover, and he's yeah. like just there perched behind her, clutching yeah. her like some weird barnacle? Yeah. <laughs> so bad it is so bad and then recently they were in new york and he's there Uh, i saw that um, but then he was there in his like pale chinos 
and he's like his brown like, shoes, his yeah, shit. Dexter, his Dexter kill shirt, like his shoes. Oh, yeah. Button up, uh, like long sleeve yeah. t shirt was definitely the Dexter Kill shirt, probably totaling 60 bucks all up. And her, and we'll put a link in the show notes, her outfit was worth tens of thousands of dollars and her jewelry was apparently more than $200,000 worth. <laughs> and he's walking behind her and she's got some woman ushering her, explaining something to her with her hand out and Harry's up the back with who Who the fuck knows. Like she is, she's essential. But what did you notice about that video you just watched? And we'll put the link. I would also just on that when they went to New York, people were also like, it's so hot here. Why is she wearing that? Because she's in like a turtleneck and she's got this coat kind of on. Yeah. It was like 80 degrees or 90 degrees. Right. Like, I don't know. So it was a different different time. The photograph was at a different time then. Maybe. Or she just really wanted to wear that outfit for whatever reason because it's like so much money and it's part Kickback, of her merching commission, kind of commission. thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What did I notice about that video? You missed something quite significant, I believe, that Miss Melissa McCarthy did, and I think it was a dig at Megan. Oh, what? When she puts on her hat and she goes, no yacht parties or something like that. <gasps> oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, a yacht, not a yacht party. No yacht? You're saying no yachts? Yeah, yeah. true. It For was people, good. That is good. We'll she leave, would, we'll she leave. would know because all of Hollywood knows. Everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. We'll leave listeners to do their own research into the yacht connection. Yeah, just Google Meghan Markle yacht girl and you'll figure some stuff out. Yeah, otherwise we're going to get sued by them. Please don't sue us. Well, no, Harry and Meghan will try to sue us. They sue everyone. Because <laughs> we're such a, you know, we have such a big. A global reach. Yeah, yeah, we are. I past them. They're actually so petty. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah, interesting times. 